Last week I uh, bought myself a salad and coincidentally also uh, a package of meat. And they both had the uh, plastic foil uh, topping with the lip that you have to uh, pull to open up the package. But both packages opened up by ripping off the lid. So I needed a knife to open up the package. Have you ever encountered the same or is it just me? I've had the same problem where you try to tear it open and you get these tiny pieces that go out, but it's still, it's like only half gone plastic. Hi, I'm Yvonne and this is Takeaway, a podcast by UNIT. In today's episode, Yuri and I will be talking about packaging and specifically opening plastic foil packaging. Maarten Versteeg and Daniel Tetero, two employees of our department, will help us in finding interesting solutions to this everyday problem. What will you take away? Hey Jordi. Hey Yvonne. How are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm also good, thank you. Yeah, so that issue was bothering me and I decided to talk to you, with you about it, but previous on this podcast recording, I also talked with two professors of uh, our faculty about the same issue to ask them do you maybe have a design solution that is interesting enough for these kinds of issues because i bet i'm not the only one so they started designing so they started sketching and brainstorming and uh, i have some samples for you to listen to i'm very curious what they uh, came up with and what their problems are I'm Maarten Versteeg. I'm a freelance coach at Industrial Design. Um, I have a background in Industrial Design Engineering from Delft University. And uh, next to that, uh, um, I'm educated as a goldsmith. I have my own line of uh, uh, jewelry that's sold uh, by resellers in the Netherlands. I teach at Industrial Design, usually wearable-related things. I do research on the integration of jewelry and electronics. I collect uh, uh, jewelry as well my, uh, myself. Well, I used to be a swimmer in the past. It's quite an, an let's say, traditional industrial design uh, uh, assignment, really problem solving and not so much, let's say, opportunity creating as we usually do within industrial design in Eindhoven. My first uh, thought is, why do we have those plastic uh, packages at all. I mean, in our daily lives uh, or in my daily life at the moment, we're searching for ways to reduce our plastic waste, which means that we do now go to a vegetable shop uh, instead of buying at a, uh, at a grocery store where things are packed in, uh, in plastic, which means that we now buy a whole cheese uh, instead of the, 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 the pre-packed uh, small pieces. And the funny thing is that with that, you immediately get rid of the problem of uh, of opening the pieces because we do have those separate uh, fabric bags to, to put the stuff in and reuse them afterwards. Um, but that's probably not the solution that you want to hear. You want to have a, a tailored uh, a tailored one. Uh, how would I do that? From a sustainable perspective, you immediately have an, an issue because you are mixing materials which are harder to separate and probably not even harder to separate. You can separate them, but people will have to do it and have to put uh, their waste in different waste uh, waste streams. So that would not be the solution uh, that I'm that I'm going for. Probably best thing is to see how can we play with uh, with it actually uh, uh, with with the close uh, with the closing of the piece. And in the meantime, I started uh, sketching a little bit. 
And I usually, especially when it's idea generation, my sketches are not that readable for others. It's it's <laughs> um, usually just structuring my own my own mind. Um, the first thing I would think of is making uh, um, the 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 lip or however you you call it bigger, that you have better grip on the uh, on the piece, and that you cannot pull off the small part. Second solution uh, could be, I mean, they now uh, always use that glue-like uh, uh, thing that, that's, that should be strong enough to keep it closed, but not so strong that you can't, uh, that you can't open it anymore. Um, but why not uh, uh, put a zipper in there that's actually made to open and close? And probably a zipper is then too complex to produce. But I don't know whether you know these ones, which, which I can show you, but you can't see on the, the podcast, obviously. A more shape-related thing. When you push them, they'll, uh, uh, they'll open, uh, like the, the matze uh, uh, packaging, for example. So then it's, then it's shape-related, how, uh, uh, how they close. That might be an interesting one. Oh, why not? Oh, I don't know how that how that works from a health perspective. But why not pack our our vegetables, for example, in plastic that uh, dissolves when put in water? So you put it packed into uh, 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 into the pan, and uh, um, uh, but I should dive into it whether that's a healthy way to put your or your, to cook your your food uh, your food in. Or uh, let us be inspired by the uh, the old cans. I believe it was especially with the the, the anchovies uh, thingies that you can uh, have a part that can roll open the package. Let's say I think these are my first ideas, at least. And I think there is there is a variety, but it are all fixing. Well, as I started, I think that's that's an important thing. I would not try to fix this problem, but I would try to fix the larger uh, uh, the larger problem and get rid of that uh, of that packaging uh, uh, in a whole. But that means that you need to, uh, in a way, we need to go back to a more old fashioned way of uh, of selling, namely large books that you. Uh, uh, within the shops, uh, put in separate things that you take home and refill all the uh, all the time. I think that's that's the final uh, or, or the bigger uh, the bigger perspective. In, in a way, I think that's uh, our task as designers, not to fix uh, a per se the problem that you're given, but to see okay what's behind uh, uh, that problem and is that really the problem or is there something else that we better uh, that we better solve. So what do you think of that? He had like a lot of different ideas, especially on how to open the package. I, I like what he started with, you know, buying a whole cheese and then sort of packaging that yourself. It's a more, in a way, it maybe feels more natural. It's not something we do now or you just, I go to the supermarket every day and just buy what I need then. But, you know, it makes sense to just buy a bit more and then, um, well, you also plan a little bit more what you eat, I suppose, and I think you have a better understanding of how much you actually use, right? If you buy an entire wheel of cheese, you'll probably, well, it take, it'll take it probably take you about a year or something, I don't know, it'll take you a long time to finish it, but you know how much cheese you eat. I like that. Yeah, and uh, I also have seen that there are a lot of different 
kind of wholesale stores where you just have big cans or, or something uh, full of rice or pasta and that you bring your own smaller can and then you fill it and you only pay for the uh, weight so yeah. that's i think it's very interesting and that's also what he mentioned in the, in the end uh, that he says we shouldn't just look at the um the problem that's given but what's behind the problem so what created the problem that we have right now and i think that's uh, a really good task what he also mentioned a really good task for designers to do um so not just fix the fix the problem uh, which might also cause a new problem or something like that but really try to focus on what's the actual problem and how can we get to the core of that it's interesting that every time we ask professors this they sort of they do that it's automatically like you know we as last time we asked them about umbrellas and then they started talking about watering plants and this time <laughs> we we asked them about um food packaging and or not actually food packaging but opening food packages not and then the solution is not using having food packaging at all which well, i guess removes the problem that's true yeah yeah so and martin was not only the only one i spoke to also daniel tetero who is an assistant professor had kind of the same idea of getting rid of the packaging oh, um, that's interesting i'm curious yeah let's so. hear it so my name is uh, daniel tetero uh, I'm an assistant professor at the Future Everyday Group in Industrial Design. My background is in computer science and human media interaction, which I studied a long time ago in uh, Enschede. Um, I also did a PhD actually at our department, um, but I've been away for about a year and a half in between to work as a UX consultant. I've worked at uh, ASML for a while. Um, but now I'm back in academia. Certainly a recognizable problem. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, I was thinking when you were talking about, I mean, it occurred a lot to me when I uh, I was traveling uh, as a student. I had a lot of uh, dinners and lunches on the train. One of the first questions I would ask myself is why in the first place do we have these um, you know, containers of course, you want to preserve the food. It needs to be fresh and, and tasty. But, um, you know, presumably from the perspective of the uh, the retailer, it also needs to look good in the store, right? Otherwise, I wouldn't have bought the food. So, yeah, what do you end up with? Plastics. The fact that the thing tears off so quickly probably has to do with the fact that, you know, the retailers want to use as little plastic as possible. Of course, because they're environmentally friendly, but also because it just saves them money. I don't know. From from my perspective, I would really like to look towards a design that doesn't involve plastic. I would look at different materials. Perhaps we could start by just you know throwing out the packaging completely and think about the different kind of packaging. Or perhaps we can go one step further and just throw out the concept and say, okay, whatever is in the packaging, you know, since it's something that you typically eat for lunch or for dinner why don't we build the supermarket in a different way so that we can just bring our container just like you bring a plate in your all-you-can-eat restaurant and you put them whatever you want in the container and you take the container with you so we get rid of the entire package we get rid of the entire problem it's a, a pretty radical change compared to the current situation so perhaps instead of looking to redesign the packaging, we should look at redesigning the supermarket. So I'm just going to 
draw the space that we find in the supermarket nowadays. And this is the space that we have. I mean, I don't want to bust the bank of the supermarkets. We want to stay within the limits of what is reasonable to fit in, the, for example, Albert Heijn uh, to-go store in the Eindhoven station. But suppose we take the same space. So what we need to have in the space in order to provide a similar service to the consumer, we display some of the good-looking components that can go into your meal box. Perhaps on the back wall, just to make sure that people actually get inspired. I mean, we don't have to stick to the combinations that are in the plastic boxes now, right? We can just go back to the components and make sure that people get creative. Well, of course, we need to account for the situation in which people do not bring their own box. We could get used to bringing our own food boxes as well, perhaps. A supermarket for also offering people a variety of food boxes. We want them in different sizes, of course. And the cool thing about these boxes is that, of course, you can also use them at home if you have spares or everything that you want to keep. Oh, yes, of course, the eternal problem that I have is that I forget to take my cutlery. So I buy a salad and I have to eat it with my hands afterwards. So make this sort of a journey. Now, these are wooden forks and knives just to stay away from the plastic. I think we're a long way. There is a practical issue here, and that's what you get in all-you-can-eat restaurants, of course, is that people grab all they can carry and not all they can eat. Hmm. So on one hand, of course, we solve the problem because the boxes that people uh, take with them are limited in size. But what if people bring their own box? I mean, you could bring, I don't know, you can bring in buckets and fill it with food, of course. So perhaps we need something to make sure that people limit the amount of food that they take. So this is where it gets nasty, you know, there's a million technical solutions that we could dive into. Is there a way to appeal more to the behavior of people and not just, you know, have them operate a machine? So of course we can make buckets of stuff that we want them to not take as much from a little bit smaller and we can make buckets of the stuff that we want them to take stuff from a little bit bigger. So we have some sort of device that scans the contents of your bucket. I'm just going to assume that this exists for now. All the way at the end, there is this magic door where you put in your nicely filled, beautiful designed food box. And this is the place where you pay. I mean, obviously, I cheated a little bit by just blowing up the scope of the, uh, the project. But nonetheless, I think one important lesson that um, that I learned as well is that the problem that you get confronted with often is not the problem. Right? So in this case, it appeared as if the problem was just you know this little, tiny little plastic piece that you tear off. But the actual problem is the fact that you know it's just a stupid box that you are presented with. Uh, I think one of the main lessons for me, at least, was that it is always important to you know stop uh, after you got presented with the the problem or the request and think okay is this actually the problem that we should be addressing or is there something else it's kind of the same idea as what Maarten had so we have to change the way of buying our food um, but what's really interesting what he's going to talk about is he really took that idea and threw it out and 
took all considerations into account. Uh, the Albert Heijn and probably other supermarkets now have these, um, I think they're still plastic, but these reusable bags that you can use for bread, etc. And I, I have a couple of them. But every time I'm in the supermarket and I want to buy a piece of bread, like a, a croissant or something, something small that you would put in this reusable bag, I don't have the bag with me. We really need to change our way of uh, buying food. So maybe if we are used to buy food in this way, you will maybe always have something with you. Well, and it's not it's not necessary, right? So you can still take a plastic bag. It's just only if you want to be environmentally conscious, you take your own bag. You can still you can always get a plastic bag if you want to. What he also did in his uh, brainstorm session, he came up with a solution, but there was a new problem, and then and you have to make decisions as a designer, um, which you can obviously test, but you have to make decisions once, you know. And I think you always especially if you work with multiple stakeholders, um, you always need to make concessions and there are always trade-offs. So where one has less than the other, but at another point, maybe it's reversed. So he sort of worked his way through the supermarket, solving the problems that he encountered and then trying to solve them and then ending with his own problem, which is also very familiar. I think he did that very nicely. It was very nice to, to see how he went through that process. Um, but I also have been thinking about a problem myself and I created an op- I wanted to create an opportunity for when you tear off that piece. You actually want to solve the problem, the actual yeah, problem so you have. <laughs> yeah, so I thought what then you have that stupid piece of plastic in your hand and I was like, what if you make that piece a bit thicker? Because usually you cut it and you tear it off and then you need a knife or something else sharp to open up the package because there is no open end anymore. Um, so I thought, what if you could use that piece that you uh, yeah, ripped off as a sharp thing to open the package? I would first think about how I usually deal with this problem when it emerges. What would also be interesting is you have these, sometimes for, I think for wet wipes, you have these uh, closings where they are like, there's an opening in the lid, but it's like glued together or there's a strip of that has glue on it so you can reclose it. You can open it and close it. Maybe something like that where the lip is a little bit bigger and you can just open it and close it again. Opening up the, the, these kinds of, of, um, of cases really open up the discussion about um, how we designed things previously, which caused like a new problem and how we can when can solve that and maybe indeed you need to solve the bigger picture instead of just the packaging which i think is really nice i think solving the bigger picture is very important especially now where we have a lot of bigger pictures to solve so thank you if you listen till the end that is amazing um and i hope you took something away from this takeaway podcast don't forget to check out the unit social media and the unit website for more articles about design inspiration and education um, and we hope to see you next time yes thank you for listening see yes you next time. see you next time